Welcome to TC Tiawi Talks, Tia Chucha Centro Cultural, located on Tataviam land in the Northeast San Fernando Valley, is rooted in ancestral knowledge, culture, the arts, literacy, and social justice as a means to personal and communal transformation. It is a place where hearts and minds have united for change for over 19 years. Join us as we share the stories of personal transformation and our understanding of the world that unites us as a community. We must remember that another world has always been possible. Tiawi, a Nahuatl word for adelante, to move forward. Like a spiral, together we move towards a better future, cognizant of the resiliency we carry from our past. Okay, welcome to another episode of Tiawi Talks. My name is Karen Ugarte, and I'll be one of your hosts today. Hi, my name is Andrea, and I'll be your co-host today with Karen. Um, thank you for being here, Mary Grace and Monica. Um, we're glad to have you here. This is part of a little series we have within uh, Tiawi Talks, where we talk about mental health, and our goal is really to connect folks to professionals, resources, and community members' experiences on mental health and wellness. So thank you for being here. Yeah, welcome. Um, if y'all can introduce yourselves, tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, thank you for having us. Um, yeah, my name is Mary Grace. Uh, pronouns are she, her, hers. Um, I'm in the 321 cohort, which means I'm in the three-year program at CSUN for my MSW. Um, and yeah, um, Super excited to be here. Thank you, Mary Grace. And yeah, thank you, Karen and, and Andrea for having us be part of the Tiawi Talks and uh, to represent CSUN, specifically the We Are Power Community in Action Conference. Um, my name is Monica Montoya. My pronouns are she, her, hers. And I'm also part of the three-year 2021 cohort with Mary Grace. Um, so again, part-time cohort graduating this May. Whoop, whoop, super excited for that. Um, and this is also my third year part of the planning committee of We Are Power, um, but it's actually, I'm going into, I think, my fifth year of being a, a participant in it as well. So I'm super excited to be here with you all. Thank you again for inviting us. Yeah, thank you all for being being here and we appreciate you all taking the time. I know We know you're busy, about to graduate in May, so we appreciate you. Um, and like Monica mentioned, today we're gonna be talking about the We Are Power Community in Action Conference. Um, so we can start with that. What what, what is it? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. So we are Power uh, Community in Action Conference is actually the second year that we've renamed it uh, that because formally it was known as Diversity Day. Uh, we're actually in the 12 years of the making. So uh, for the past 10 years, it was called Diversity Day. Um, however, we've noticed that like the purpose of We Are Power is to um, challenge, right, the, the, the um, like challenge white supremacy, uh, challenge the um, dominant culture, the dominant narrative. And we realized that having the name of Diversity Day uh, wasn't really part of that or wasn't really part of our commitment to social justice. So we decided to um, change the name to reflect the, the, the power of the conference, which is to bring together um, community leaders, scholars, activists, um, 
social worker professionals, really anybody to be part of a larger space and a larger conversation that raises critical consciousness um, and really helps strategize and, and learn to disrupt a lot of these oppressive structures and systems and ultimately leave us with tools to empower ourselves and others to take action towards it. So um, really it's a student-like conference that is ultimately supported by the, the social work department and social work uh, faculty and professors and staff uh, to really just, again, bring in critical consciousness and, and topics that are um, really left out of our curriculum in our traditional education, right? We, we needed a space where we can talk about things that are happening out happening in the real world, right? About social justice issues that, um, you know, highlight, you know, our ancestors, indigenous, indigenous concepts um, who that highlight um, like carcerality um, and other forms of different perspectives, right? Which I know um, Mary Grace will probably talk a little bit about that later. Yeah, I think it would be the perfect time to say um, what our theme is this year, but before I guess I kind of transition into that, um, I guess we'll uh, just wanted to like kind of make note of what we have been able and fortunate to kind of talk about the past couple of years. So Monica mentioned carcerality, before that there was disability justice, um, rethinking borders, so thinking of, you know, talking about immigration and whatnot. That was actually my first We Are Power thing. I attended as just an attendee. And then, yeah, then the carcerality was my first year, which was last year's conference that I got to hop on board for the first time. Oh uh, yeah, disability justice, um, environmental justice. So pretty much we we kind of hit as many things as we can on every kind of every topic that's kind of important to talk about and affects the community. Um, so this year where we're going with that, uh, our title this year is Reimagining Public Safety and Building Community Healing. It's a it's really nice because it's kind of like a culminating topic of everything we've talked about, but also it's just really telling of what's going on right now, especially like what happened towards the beginning of the pandemic when there was a lot of, of movements and protesting and just reimagining like what is public safety supposed to be and how do we kind of heal from that, which we're still all trying to figure out right now with the pandemic going on. So yeah, that's our, that's the theme we decided to go with this year because we thought like while the timing, you know, this is the perfect time to talk about all of this. I think I can also kind of segue into who we decided to have this year for uh, speakers and then um, who we also are actually going to have, you know, as special guests. Um, so usually when it's in person, we tend to have like a stage set up and have, you know, panels and we have breakout rooms. It's going to be a little bit different this year since it's virtual. Uh, fortunately, we can still do panels. Uh, we actually have two panels, one that will tackle the whole public safety portion of it. So we have Dr. Dave Stovall and then we have Francis Lee. Um, Dave, Dr. Dave Stovall is a professor, I forgot, um, Monica can touch up on this, but he's a professor at a Chicago school as well. And then Francis Lee is a well-known writer, but a, like a, a social media um, personnel person during the day. So. Uh, but both tackle such important topics um, and looking forward to seeing them talk about how we can reimagine public safety and how do we um, tackle on transformative justice as well. The second panel is going to be focused more on community healing. So um, we're looking at indigenous practices, you know, meditation, all these different things that um, 
we can look into for healing. And that's gonna be Dr. Manuel and Jessica Zamaripa. Um, they're gonna tackle on some healing. And we also have Sonia Shaw and Richard Cruz. Um, again, I think Monica, you may know them a little bit more so you can probably kind of talk about them a bit more, but they will be our community healing panel. So it's, it's really great. We're gonna have one that talks about issues and kind of getting to the nitty gritty of things. And then, then we have that whole like, okay, let's process that and heal together in the second panel. I'm glad to hear all that. I attended the We Are Power um, conference last year on carcerality or it was named um, Incarceration Rules Everything Around Me or what was the name? <laughs> um, and I really enjoyed that conference. And right now that you mentioned that the second portion, the second panel would be on community healing. I see that similarity with last year where they were also offering workshops on like where everyone got to talk together and come up with solutions to like transformative justice. And I love how y'all are raising awareness to these issues in our community, but also offering like, um, some form of action and then also healing because these are really big and like traumatic um, experiences and, and topics sometimes to hear. So I love how y'all are doing that. Um, how will this conference differ from last year? Yeah, thank you Andrea for mentioning that because um, I think it's the perfect perfect way to segue to this topic. Um, and but before we do, I wanted to really highlight how we got our inspiration to the name, uh, because it's it's um, it's essentially the way we we uh, carry our conferences and, and discuss topics. So um, again, as mentioned previously, it was known as Diversity Day. Um, however, after learning a lot of in our curriculum and in our program, you know, diversity is really heavily invested in like white supremacy um, and I know we were really inspired by uh, a piece from John Trudell, who was a native activist. Um, that's called it's a piece called "We Are Power," and this was actually brought to the attention of uh, Dr. Pius from a former uh, CSUN alumni, uh, social work student as well. And and when we were reading about about the the "We Are Power," um, it was really really invested in reclaiming our identity, right? But like how and how to go about that. So using the natural elements, right? The the wind, the fire, the earth, um, and really know that that's always surrounding us and always able to guide us. And uh, John Trudell talks about how like, we're just a natural part of it, right? A natural part of the earth and extension of the earth. And um, that's what essentially gives us power, right? Um, being connected to our mother earth and, um, and we realized that we really, really, really emphasize that and how, again, it's not embedded in our curriculum to talk about this, right? Uh, different forms of healing and holistic approaches. So when we were discussing like, well, what, what kind of themes, we always go back to why we changed our name to our logo, what, what does it represent? And we realized that we weren't not really done talking about carcerality. We needed an extension of it. And that's essentially how this came up where we, we uh, again, reflected on the title and 
um, how we needed to really talk about and highlight healing. Um, now that we talked about what carcerality is and different forms of carcerality, who's affected by it and how do we challenge it, but how do we heal from it? Right. And that was a perfect time now in 2020 and now coming in 2021, knowing about all these uh, multiple pandemics that we're, we're um, a, a part of, right. Whether it's uh, COVID-19 or, or all the racial injustices that we're, we're a part of as well. So um, we realized that we just needed a part two and and um, that's where uh, reimagining public safety came from because it's also another form of uh, carcerality and um, healing. We really wanted to know what can folks do at this moment to, you know, not only heal themselves, but heal as a community, heal each other, uh, support each other, because healing can mean so many different things, right? So um, that's how we invited different uh, perspectives, uh, different folks to, to share that with us. Even though we're in a virtual space, we wanted, um, we wanted it to to let folks know that it's possible, right? That we can still foster that healing relationship, whether it's virtual or out in person. So um, that's kind of how we we uh, come up with the titles, but I know Mary Grace, you can um, discuss a little bit more about that. No, yeah, I think Monica kind of hit it on the spot. Yeah, right there. Um, I mean, yeah, it's that. And then just take into account what is going on in the world right now. Um, and to bring something to light that everyone can take home with them after after when they leave the conference. Um, so I just, for me, it's really, the topic is just really telling of the times right now that we really need to have a conversation about this and the community, you know, needs, you know, the talk about how do we look at public safety and then, you know, how do we begin to heal? Even for us, like, you know, we're going into the line of social work, like we we are gonna be a big part of that healing process and for ourselves too, you know, we need to heal as well. So I think, yeah, it was last, last year was about, you know, talking about carcerality and really sensitive topics that a lot of people will have different feelings about. And then this year is just really kind of getting to like, how do we, get to healing and what are what gets in the way of that healing process you know the public safety portion so yeah that's kind of where we're going with this year and I also forgot to mention we also have special guests right I was talking about that but um yeah so we have two performers one is Jessica Calderon um hip-hop artist poet I'm not too sure what what she will bring, I'm, I'm waiting for a surprise, but I'm sure it's gonna be something beautiful, maybe some spoken word rapping, I'm not too sure. Um, but uh, we also have Weapons of Mass Creation and they're actually, a, they're a family and they're a whole band. There's like seven members of them. I think like they're all brothers and sisters and then one's a cousin, but yeah, they they also got this nice vibe um, of, you know, like rap, Latin styles and, is just, it's great, but the their words are also telling to what we're kind of trying to go for. So both Weapons of Mass Creation and Jessa Calderon are gonna kind of bring that perspective through art. So I'm really excited. I love music, so yeah, I'm excited for them. I'm glad we were able to make this happen because this is extremely you know different when you have it going virtually. So that's one of the things we also love uh, to have in the conference is just how else can we um, expand the experience for people. So art, music, you know, that was one of the other things that um, we're able to do through this conference other than the panel as well. 
so yeah i'm really excited for it <laughs> yeah that's, that's all great to hear for me it'll be my my third year attending and um you know last year i was fortunate enough to help organize as well and i really love hearing what y'all are saying and it um like for me one thing that made the conference really special was the in action part, right? The We Are Power community in action part. And I feel like y'all are really highlighting that and what you're saying. Um, and I get, that kind of leads me to my next question is, um, why do you feel like spaces or events like We Are Power are important to our community? I think going back to the purpose of why We Are Power was created um, was to centralize student experiences, right? Lived experiences, but also community experiences as well, like a collective um, that we, ultimately don't learn in a classroom setting, right? Where it's like a lot of uh, schools are institutionalized with um, and like already have this specific agenda and curriculum to give to students, right? So um, where we are power, it provides that opportunity for students to explore beyond just uh, traditional uh, curriculum, right? It's a space for us to learn about ourselves, our, ancestor, our, our ancestors, our, our um, you know, just collective struggles and how to support each other, right? So it's a space where um, there's not really, how to explain it, like, um, there's not really an agenda. I mean, there is where we kind of want to highlight like social justice, right? And have a commitment and hold folks accountable and stuff like that. But as far as like topics, there really isn't. Like we're always exposed to more out of conversation. And I think that's what's beautiful. The beauty of like, we are power. It's, we have a vast amount of students there from different cohorts, sometimes from different organizations, community organizations, season uh, organizations. And we get to really explore different topics, right? Again, going um, past the 12 the last 12 years there's been a, a, a bunch of different topics that have, that have been highlighted at CSUN um, that again are not really talked about in, in curriculum so I think it's super important to have these spaces where one can explore themselves explore other um, cultures um, and just really be a learner right a, an ongoing learner so I think it's super important to have these spaces um, accessible and available for for students and just com a community as a whole. Oh yeah, definitely. Going off of <clears throat> what Monica is saying, um, you know, it's for the community, but likewise also it's a platform. I think that's one of the things that um, we were kind of glad that we were able to do last year with the carcerality theme, because um, we were able to give the platform to people not just in like law, so you know law enforcement always gets the platform, so we were able to give a platform to formerly incarcerated, you know, folks who are actually students, who are mothers, you know, we were able to give a platform to a theater who actually talks about this kind of stuff with meta theater. Um, but like, for me, like, just giving that platform to those who are not able to voice out their stories and everything, I think that is the, like, the super important part of, you know, spaces like this so that people like what Monica was talking about can receive this information and kind of can take away that experience and share these stories and these experiences like, hey, I heard, you know, I went to a conference and heard this story about this person. And then just, you know, these stories pass on and, you know, hopefully just more people gain knowledge and it becomes, you know, even bigger than that. Yeah, so that's, I just hope they're able to take away the experiences. And that's why I feel like these spaces, these events are so important. And just to clarify, I know that this event is by CSUN and then also created by students for students. 
but is anyone welcome um, who can attend this event? So um, yeah, it'd be a great time to let everyone know when this event is actually happening, right? <laughs> um, so this event is happening on February 27th, Saturday. Um, I think the last Saturday of this month, it will run from 10 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. all online and open to everyone. Yeah, it's, it's always been that way where it's been open to the community and everyone, um, you know, uh, it is, you know, done by the CSUN social work department in collaboration with so many other departments and other orgs on campus. Um, but it is planned by students, specifically CSUN Master of Social Work grad students, um, with the guidance of some faculty like Dr. Paez, uh, Professor Abelson, and then the help of the MSW department. So um, they kind of guide us, but the grad students, us, me, Monica, Karen before, <laughs> we, uh, we do all the planning, the contacting, reaching out to these panels and the fundraising too. So, you know, we put in the work for the, to, you know, to fundraise, get the money, to apply for grants and everything. So it's very student-led, student-driven, student-planned. Um, the topics are always um, discussed and kind of decided upon together as a student committee with the guidance of our, our faculty members. Yeah, hopefully we can share the flyer and the link and everything so everyone can see when the event is and where they can register. <laughs> yeah, do you uh, want to give a shout out to where people can register and um, maybe how people can support? Yeah, so, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, so definitely again, like Mary Grace mentioned, this is open to the community. It's a free virtual conference. Uh, so anybody really can join. Um, and it's it's again on Saturday, February 27th from 10 o'clock to 1.30 p.m. Um, Pacific time. And I say that because now that we're virtual, uh, anybody can pretty much access us, right? You have um, internet and, and Wi-Fi. And we actually have folks um, joining us from like Texas, our guest speakers and so forth. Um, but you can register um, on, uh, what is it, tiny URL? So it's uh, tinyurl.com slash we are power 2021. Um, so you can go ahead and sign, sign uh, register there, or you can also follow us on, on Instagram is uh, CSUN underscore we are power. So you can have more information on our event. Um, also learn a little bit more about what we are power is and our fundraising efforts. As Mary Grace mentioned, we are a non-funded organization, student driven. So um, all the funds that we do generate come from doing uh, local fundraisers but however we were really restricted uh, with COVID so we did a lot of um, outreaching via email and thankfully we did receive a lot of support um, but yes go ahead and follow us on Instagram so you can stay up to date with where we're at with uh, the conference and a huge huge shout out really quick to uh, Karen for designing our logo <laughs> it's gotten a lot of love yep <laughs> Karen can you describe the logo for us and how you came to make this logo for We Are Power? Well, sure. Well, um, the logo was a community effort. It was a group effort. Um, it was a lot of consulting with everybody. And like Monica mentioned at the beginning, we were highlighting the different elements. Um, and uh, you can see the logo behind Mary Grace. Um, it has like fire. It has a wave representing water. Uh, grass representing land and then we have like little swirls kind of representing like the air and movement and um, we talked a lot about why we that we wanted a circular logo 
um, yeah, it was, I think it was a community effort and um, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that we were able to uh, put it all together and, you know, come, come to this conclusion and I'm happy y'all are enjoying it. It was a lot of fun uh, creating it. Yeah, and I just want to say thank you to all of you for making this possible. And I know that right now, as the event gets closer, y'all are probably like everywhere right now with a bunch of meetings. I know how that can be just trying to communicate <laughs> through emails or phone calls. Um, it's really hard to put a virtual event together. So bravo, I'm, I'm proud of y'all. And, and thank you most of all for making higher education accessible to to the folks in our community, because as we know, higher education is not the easiest to get to. Not everyone can go to college, can't go to the university for many different reasons, whether it's you know um, their families or, or financial hardships, um, but events like this really make it possible to, to engage with professionals in our community and get to hear about others' experiences and, and like Karen and I want to do, we want to bring more access to just like the topic of mental health and wellness. And, and we, we love CSUN for always making social work um, accessible to us and, and everyone. Yeah, thank you. No, and um, thank you so much again, Andrea and, and Karen, for allowing us to to share this uh, virtual space with you all, especially uh, being partners with like the Achuchas, right? Because again, I really want to give a huge shout out to the Achuchas and all the other community partners that have been part of We Are Power and support We Are Power, um, like Homeboy Industries. Uh, we've had Paku, um, Tatavium, we've had um, uh, uh, what is it? a firm we have so many different community agencies that actually make this happen too right that they, they support us uh, when we're in person they come and table with us um, so it's a huge again like like Karen said a community effort so we have a lot of support from communities uh, agencies who are who know that that this is important work right and it's critical to bring all these um, resources and information to college students to community members um, who otherwise would be left out, right? So uh, I'm really happy that y'all thought about us and that uh, we continue to receive support from you all. And I'm excited for, for our We Are Power event and to continue this partnership with you all. So again, thank you uh, for inviting us. Yeah, thank you all for being here. It's always a pleasure to see, see y'all. And um, yeah, we're excited too. Uh, that's two Saturdays from now, <laughs> or oops, maybe when this airs, it'll be one Saturday from now. <laughs> <laughs> no, Fingers crossed. Yeah. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to another um, podcast episode of Tiawi Talks. It's been a pleasure to talk to Mary Grace and Monica, and hopefully you'll hear from them soon or see them soon. Who knows? You have to attend the We Are Power meeting, um, and we'll have that information for you as well. Um, sign up and invite your friends. Thanks, everyone. Thank you. Thank you again for joining us. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and follow Tia Chuchas on social media. Please support our online bookstore. You can find the links in our podcast bio. Stay safe, stay creative. Tiawi. <laughs>